Uh, hi everyone, welcome to the Drunken Whalers, the show where we get drunk and talk about Dishonored. I'm Sarah, and I'm joined as always by Claire. Hi everyone, I said I was ready for Sarah to do this intro, and then I realized I like super have to sneeze. <laughs> Alright, well, it'll be a beautiful, beautiful... I, know. I mean, I assume you were cut yourself sneezing out. Uh, well, now that we've talked about it, I probably won't. Um, <laughs> but it's just like, you know, like right up there in my nose where I'm thinking about it, so I can't make it happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's just gonna be like a fun surprise for us So later. you're just gonna be suffering for the rest of this podcast? Yeah! That's okay. <laughs> okay, well, Dishonored, where sneeze means death. Um, I don't think, I don't think the plague makes you sneeze. I don't think it does, but what do I care? I mean, I'm, I'm sure you could die for some other reason. I feel like people die for, like, a lot of reasons. Yeah, I mean, like, that's true. I guess I'm thinking about, like, coughing into, like, a handkerchief, and then you pull it away, and there's blood on it, you know? So, I feel like, okay, you don't, if you sneeze blood, I feel like there's something else wrong. Yeah, I, that's true. I'm not sneezing blood. I regret um, this discussion. Um, <laughs> sorry. Sorry, let's talk about Dishonored. Let's talk about <laughs> all of Dishonored 2. <laughs> Before this, we were both discussing how neither of us have notes, so that'll be great. What, what we get? Okay, whatever. What do you think of the ending? Start uh, there. Okay. Um, either of the endings. This is an open-ended ending all, question. All, 20, all 25 <laughs> endings. Yes. Um, That we got annoyed about reading. Mm-hmm. I mean... Um, it's fine, I guess. I don't know. I feel like this. these games are not, these games are not, their strengths are not their endings. I would agree with that. I think it is just, I don't like that the only two options are, oh, we've learned from all of our problems, or we are evil now. <laughs> I know. Well, it's like, I, I mean, the fact that there's no, like, hey, we decided to reconsider imperialism option, which I guess is fine. I would love to reconsider imperialism. Let's <laughs> the vote. Dishonored would not love to reconsider imperialism. Yeah, that's true. It's like, by the end of all this, I'm really just like, I think, you know, the whole world is, like, telling you that, like, empires are not great. Um, but, yeah, no one gets that message. No, I don't even know if the game makers get that message. I don't think so. I also don't think so. So, yes, it's like, I don't love the ending so i do i do like that you can choose to be evil and like not rescue whoever the other i know yeah I, I i do like that i think that that's fun because i would not i would not assume that that was possible yeah me either i just did it by accident the first time that's also extremely funny <laughs> you could just be like oh shit <laughs> i just i wanted to look at the throne i nope <laughs> that shows yeah. that, you're, that you have a greedy heart and therefore um your dad's a rock forever have fun beautiful we love, love it, it. <laughs> um i think it's fucking bonkers that corvo can become the duke of circonos but whatever yeah i just don't think they realize like being a bodyguard doesn't mean you should have political opinions i what gets me about that is i feel like maybe this isn't even directly stated in canon but i just feel like corvo is bad at politics yeah i t- it never says, I don't think, but I also have this feeling, like, I'm not sure why, maybe it's like, I, maybe I just get this impression because of all the books you can read that, like, hate Corvo. <laughs> I mean, that's just racism also. I mean, like, yeah, they're just being racist, but, like, from a technical standpoint, I don't want a bodyguard to be giving me. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I, well, and like, cause we, we didn't really talk about the journals very much, cause I think we just kept forgetting to read them, but I yeah. know there is a bit where he, where like, Corvo will be like, oh, like, I have to be the Duke, cause I remember when I was playing as Corvo, I like, read that bit, and I was like, what? But it, he's like, he's like, yeah, I'm the only person who could be the Duke, and it's like, are you? I don't know about that one. Um, I don't maybe know. Maybe not. I mean, he has a lot of other options, clearly, <laughs> but. Yeah. I don't know. I guess I like the ending where uh, I, I I like the ending where Hypatia gets to be in charge, but she also has to be in charge with like six of the people who suck. That's true. Yeah, she she's like the one good counselor, then everyone else is like fucking whoever. Yeah. I think it's like what, it's her Ashworth Ashworth, which I was like, okay. I'm not like completely against this. 
but like it just seems like maybe she would not be happy. <laughs> I, it, it seems like her girlfriend's dead and she's gonna have to and she like can't do magic anymore and she's gonna have to do a lot of soul searching. Yeah, I just like I don't like I think what that ending is supposed to imply is that if you do all like the good endings, you're like saving people. Mm-hmm. And so they're like reformed now. Yeah, so they're, like, reformed. It's like, I don't think we saved Brianna Ashworth by no, severing you, her like, connection. Her <laughs> like, yes, I do think we ruined her life. Like, we took away her, like, life's calling. Like, I don't, I wouldn't consider that to be saving her. And maybe it's just because I'm a lesbian. It's like, <laughs> I don't think. <laughs> but, like. <laughs> maybe, maybe she and Ashworth, like, hook up. Or she and um Hypatia. Well, that would be lovely, and I'm happy for them. Um, so that's my, that's my fanfiction. Yeah, I'm just like, I also don't think that, like, lobotomizing Jindosh is, like... Good? A good thing to do? You don't think that's good? No, <laughs> don't I don't. About that? I don't feel good about that, actually. <laughs> yeah, me either. Yeah, it's... I just, I don't like the implications that, like, because we're not being murderous, that we're being, like, good. Yeah. Because, I mean, like, even in the first game, we were, like, we sent people off to mines, and we branded people so that they turned into weepers. <laughs> it's like, this time you can send them off to mines again. Love it. I love to send people off to mines. Great. <laughs> it's Corvo's favorite hobby. He missed doing it so much. Yes. This is a coping mechanism. <laughs> <laughs> Some people send people off to mines to cope. Yeah. Um... <laughs> But I like the ending where they don't, like, where no one rules and the citizens are like, we're gonna do whatever the fuck we want. Yeah, that's, like, like, where they have, like, functional anarchy. That fucking owns. Like, that's good. I think we shouldn't have empires or governments. (laughs) Fuck you Like, yeah, actually, let's, let's, yeah. I I support socialist Karnaka. I do support socialist Karnaka. I do. Um. It's like. I don't know. I just, I wish this game had been, like, a little bit more self-aware, which is obviously asking too much out of any of the Dishonored franchise, but... Sometimes you just gotta take what you're given. (laughs) Yeah. I do like the part of the ending where it's like, hey, remember, remember Billy Lurk? I do like the part where it's like, hey, remember Billy Lurk? Like, in case case the game, in case she didn't tell you that she was Billy Lurk. I know, yeah, that's so funny, because it's like, like, I mean, like, it's not... It should be obvious by that point anyway, but... It's not, like, super obvious, but, it's like, if you've been paying attention, I mean, you'll if you figure read, out... I, I, I guess, like, some people probably just, like, don't read the audiographs, because it's, like, you. there is one, like, the last, like, er, the last, like, note is basically, like, hi, I'm Billy Lurk. Yeah, that's, like, the last one, but, it's like, if you're not checking every single time, which you might not be... Yeah, or if you, you like, didn't know. play, if you, like, didn't play the Dishonor 1 DLC... Then it's probably, she's probably like, I'm Billy Lurk, I helped kill your mom. And you're like, who? I mean, that's basically what Corvo was. Like, he doesn't know who she that's is. That's true, he's like, what? Who are he's you? Like, okay, so you killed my wife? Like, alright. But it's like, like, he I has don't... no idea what happened oh, in the God. DLCs. No one ever tells him about the fucking DLC. I just think that, so like, funny. maybe someone should have been like, hey, Corvo, if you're intending to trap Delilah in a painting, you should be aware that we did that once and it didn't work. You would think that Billy would be like, hey, so for some reason everyone thinks this is a good idea, and it wasn't. Well, she was gone before they did I guess that. that's true. She was like, I'm outie. She left in, like, Knife of Dunwall. I feel like Thomas might have written her a letter and been like, yo, this wild shit happened. I think Thomas should have written her a letter and been like, hey, he's probably what mad. fuck? Or, I mean, I guess Billy would have known because, like, she went with Delilah. Well, well I guess she didn't. In- she No, she, she was just like, ah, and left. Or died, but obviously not. Yeah, right. Because, yeah, in the canon ending, she's like, Dad, you were a good person, and I realized what it means to be strong. And Delilah's like, bitch! She's like, bitch, right back, and then left. Yeah, that's exactly what happened verbatim. Yes, obviously. Check the tapes. Check the tapes. Yeah, but I do not like the repetition of just trapping her in a painting. Again. I know, and it's in the fact that it's like, well, this time I guess it worked because it didn't cause any problems down the line. So maybe Dad was just bad at it. I guess, like maybe he also <laughs> should have just tricked her into believing that she was in a beautiful world where she was happy. 
Dowd can't conceive of anybody being happy, so he didn't think of that. That's correct in canon. <laughs> Rip to Dowd, but I'm different. <laughs> Horrible. Yeah, no, like, I don't, I wouldn't necessarily mind if it was, like, the same ending, if they'd done, like, more emphasis on the fact that it only works because this is what she wanted. Yeah. Was, like, yeah. her own adoring fans. But that's kind of, like, a throwaway line. Yeah, they, like, mention it once, and... Yeah, yeah I, I think, know. like, I think it's mentioned once in, like, the end, and, like, that's it. It's just, like, in the Outsider's, like, ending speech. Oh, Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. This was like two months. This was like, this was like two weeks ago. So two months. It basically ago. might as well have never happened. <laughs> I don't know. This is where the. That's all I have. What about you? Your turn to ask a question. I want to put the spotlight on you. Um, what do you think about the outsiders' sad backstory? <laughs> um, I do not care. You're so mean. All You're right, so mean like, to my favorite. Uh, you, if I wasn't, you would know I'd been body snatched. That's true. I asked that question just so I can know if you've been, like, taken over. That's the way to know. But, like, actually, I do want to talk about The Outsider. Yeah, I will. Yeah, what do you- talk about The Outsider. Okay. So, I think The Outsider- like, this is super interesting, but he's such a dick about it. I know. But, like- <laughs> It's just so... And I know we get a lot of these questions answered in Death of the Outsider. <laughs> yeah. But it's just, like, really weird to, like, see him sitting there and be like, yeah, I was ritually sacrificed. And you're like, what the fuck? You're like, wait, since what? Well, yeah, it's since like... When? Well, the thing is, what's wild to me is that it's, like, apparent... This is, like, somewhat... Again, we also, I don't think, never talked about the Month of Darkness. Um, Ooh, I think you're right. Um, we didn't. But are you going to look up the actual song? I was going to, but you, yeah, you keep talking. I'm Googling. Okay, so, like, basically there's this song called The Month of Darkness, which is one of the 13th Dishonored Months, fun fact. Um, (laughs) But it's it's basically, it is the outsider's backstory, so it's basically, like, this kid was ritually sacrificed. It was bad. Um, And it's, like, a known song, because, like, the players will, like, sing it at some point. Yeah. Um, And so it's, like, I feel like this story should be familiar, since apparently everyone just knows this. Yeah, that's, like, the weirdest part. Is that, like, like everyone theoretically knows this somehow? Maybe it's just, like, oh, this is a fun folk song about someone getting ritually sacrificed, because that's, uh... Well, no, because it even says, like, he goes into the void or whatever. It's, like, clearly about the outsider. Okay, so it says, before the great burning, before the wars, which... What? What's the great burning? I feel like we've talked about this before. Like, what is the great burning? This, this an mentioned. ongoing event that occurred in a historical time of conflict predating the modern calendar. Well, marked okay. by the rise of a roving cult that grew to an enormous size that was intent on complete cultural destruction? What? When do you find out any of this? I, I guess, okay, let's see. Mostly removed and struck from record is mentioned by overseers in Karnaka as a warning against what might happen should the empire fall into chaos. Cool. So that, like, raises, like, a lot of questions. (laughs) I have so many questions about that. One, why did you strike it from the record? That's what you do with things you don't want people to know. But it's, like, in the song. I don't, I, (laughs) everyone knows. No one listens to the lyrics of songs because they don't have, like, song meanings or whatever. There's no A to Z lyrics in Dunwall. (laughs) That's fair. But it's like, yeah, this whole song is about, like, the Great Burning and, like, how this cult rose up and fucking, like, killed the outsider. Yeah, this sad little kid. Yeah. 4,000 years ago. That's, like, also a very long time, like, on the historical record. Like, 4,000 years ago is a very long time. It's like, there's no way we'd still know this tale. I mean, I just, mean we, we, know some sto- we know stories from 4,000 years ago. I guess that's true, but it's like, not if it had been specifically pointedly eradicated. Well, okay, that's true. Yeah, but it's like, yeah, no. Just, yeah, it's like the, I guess it doesn't say that it's the outsider. Yeah, but it's like, yeah, I, I guess, but it's it like. It says he went into the void, which I like, guess that could just mean dying. Yeah, it's like, we've had enough notes from people who are, like, passing into the void or whatever. Yeah. It's like, alright, theoretically, 
I get it. <laughs> it's like, no, very literally, he went in the void. He lives there now. He's still there. Go say hi. Yeah. Also, like, I know this isn't, like, important yet, but, it's like, this kid is, like, five. <laughs> Who, the outsider? He's, like, yeah, he was, like, sacrificed when he was 15. I know. He's, like, he I mean, like it's, 50. Been, it's been 4,000 years since then. <laughs> so he's 4,015. He acts like a 15-year-old. He does not. You just don't like him. I mean, like, he acts as if, like, if, like, as if you could not comprehend, like, okay. <sighs> About to get really niche. Uh-huh. So, like, in Twilight? <laughs> uh-huh. Edward Cullen is, like, 18, but, like, 200 or whatever, right? Uh-huh. I think there's probably, like, a weird sort of limbo in there where he has all the wisdom that comes with having lived 200 years, but never actually aged those years, so is still kind of 18. What I'm getting from this is that you think Edward Cullen is wise? I don't think he's wise. <laughs> I just think he's lived a lot of time. Uh-huh. <laughs> It's, like, some of the things The Outsider does, like, are still, like, so, like, little Sims playing. I, I See, it's, like, for me, I feel like that's also a consequence of, like, having been so detached from, like, being a person for so long that you just stop caring. Interesting. I think both could be Both, both, could even both be is true. also possible. Yeah. What a weird guy. He's, he's having a good time. We'll get to go hang out with him more. It'll be fun. I can't believe he's really only marked, like, eight people in 4,000 years. Well, I, I don't think that's the number of people who are alive who he's marked. Um, I don't think so. <laughs> no, there's no way, there's no way, he, well, because no, because it's like, there's like a list of, like, on, there's like, oh, eight people, and it's like people who, like, can, like, I feel like it's more than eight. <laughs> yeah, but we don't know if the lonely rap boy is alive. Well, I think he's definitely dead, actually. Um, I'm gonna but, go with he's probably dead. He definitely got the plague and died. Um, yeah. But I so I like I feel like all of those people are like in modern times. I feel like there's like more in the past probably, or maybe it took him this long to get bored. Who can say? Maybe it just took him like a really long time to figure out how to call to the real world. Maybe he had to like he had to get the design right. He had to go through a lot of drafts. That's fair. That's fair. Also, okay, I don't think- I feel like the Overseers, like, wouldn't exist if he hadn't been marking people. I don't know. Like, because how many people- like, as far as I can see, the only people who are, like, suspected of being, like, heretics are Corvo and Delilah. That's true. And- or not marked. But it's like- I guess there are people, a lot of people who are, like, love the outsider, but who aren't marked because he is, like, picky. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, Sokolov. <laughs> that big. Well, listen, he has taste. Mm-hmm. At least enough taste to not, like, this dude. Yeah, not enough to not mark Dowd, but... Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Dowd. I mean, you're right. <laughs> we should have a little bit more taste than not marked Dowd. Maybe he was, I mean, listen, we don't know what he was like when he was, like, 30 or whatever. Um, he probably had, like, a little bit more hope. <laughs> so depressing. Thank you. Um, ripped it out. Um, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. I guess Sutter's life is fucked up. <laughs> I also hate how, like, one of the options in the endings is like you could just be friends with the overseer it's like no uh, yeah it's like hey i hate them. that i think it's a bad idea to actively bring overseers who want your active death to power i why does dishonored want so bad for you to like the overseers like i don't get it like this isn't even like I don't like, like i don't get it like they actively like dislike you the protagonist like pretty much no matter what it's like i don't get it yeah it's like, I would get it more if they were, like, in, like, <coughs> I could see a way forward that was, like, less military and more, like, we know the outsider is a horrible influence and we're trying to, like, help people. Because, like, the outsider's a terrible influence. 
Like, every time people pick up runes, they end up dead. So, like, I get why the outside, like, why the overseers are like, mmm, don't love that. Hey, he didn't make the runes. It's not his fault. Sure. (laughs) Um. (laughs) But, like, I can see why people would not Uh, like that. Yes, yes, But then, like, every time, like, you see an overseer, they're, like, basically killing everyone. It's like. Well, yeah, because it's just an excuse to, like, control people. It really is. It's like, I don't get why you didn't make them, like, more helpful. Like, I'd still hate them. I guess it's just, it's like, if you do that, it's like on Emily or Corvo's part, it is also an an excuse to control people. I mean, like, I guess I could, I think they could still have power and, like, be focused on, like, I hate the healing because it's (laughs) stupid. But, (laughs) but, like, especially because, like, most of the heretics we see are very poor. Yeah. Like, we rarely see any rich people who are chilling with the outsiders. Because they're too busy, like... Well, they're too busy... Like, remember those people, Lady Boyles? Okay, yeah. The person who, like, bathed in blood... Remember that? Is, like, she's not included in this. But, like, it's, like, clear that it's, like, okay, there's a connect between, like... Obviously, there's a class disconnect in that this is the only thing a lot of people who have no money or food have. Yeah. And it's like, I would still hate the Overseers, because nothing at this point is going to like get me to like the Overseers. But it's like, the whole game is just like, no, we hate poor people. It's like, why don't I don't. Do I don't better? think I like you guys. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I could see it being more interesting if there was like an, oh, we want to help people. And then like, as you go deeper, it's like, you're discovering that like, well, they're not. But like, yeah. there is no They don't even start there. there. Like, Yeah. Like, I think it would have been, like, really interesting as an arc to get through that. And then, like, having the Overseer's rise to power is more interesting because it's, like, to most of the people in the world, like, the Overseers are fine. They're helping. Like, they're trying to make sure the Outsider doesn't kill people. Like, that would be, like, the... Yeah. Public perception, even if they were inside evil, but instead they're just like, mm, let's shoot some motherfuckers. Dishonored is like very much not a game about like hidden like hidden problems in society. It's just a game about everything everything being very bad on the surface and then also bad underneath. I know, like when they try to shoot those people for stealing. Yeah, for operative word tried because they did not let them for for letting eat for needing to eat food. How dare they? Not allowed. Mm-hmm. Infuriating because all the pieces are there. Uh-huh. They did not connect them. <laughs> they literally have the class differences right there. It's killing me. And then Emily Layla Drexel, whatever the fuck her name is, still just goes, is the Empress. Yeah, she's 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 doing, you know, I'm sure she's great at her job now because now she's learned that uh that you should that care only about good things. people can rule. That 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 yeah, I don't know. I um, le- that pretty much is the lesson. <laughs> yeah, Emily's arc is basically like, oh, man, this job sucks and I don't want to do it." And then it's like, "I guess I'll do it." Um and that's it. Nothing about like you know, not Yeah, be- I yeah, do I not find Emily's character arc, like, compelling in this story. Yeah, I mean, it's, like, it's better than fucking, um, the book. Yeah, okay, <laughs> Where well, nothing happens. Yes, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, also, like, what's Corvo, like, I, and that is the thing I find, like, odd about, not odd, because I like that you can play as either Emily or Corvo, but it's, like, what is, like, at least, like, Emily, it's, like, you know what this, like, the story is, like, oh, she, like, has to learn to, like, care about things. Um, right. But it's like, what's, Cor- like, Corvo's is basically just like, oh my god, again? Yeah, I mostly, I don't know. It's, I, I really genuinely don't know what Corvo's is. Because, like, I don't like Emily's. I don't think it does her justice. But, like, Corvo's is basically completely non-existent. Yeah. I, I, well, it's like, I feel like I'd be interesting if it was, like, learning how to let go of Jessamine. Which, like, kind of happens, because he does have to do that, but they don't really, like, use it to any great effect. I also think it could have been interesting if it's, like, if it was, oh, 
having to like explore what Dowd did because we're basically doing the same actions. Yeah, but then it's like that's something really Corvo up. didn't know. But like, it really doesn't come up at all. Yeah. Well, I think like, it'd be interesting if you talk to Billy about it. Yeah, I do. Or like, oh, you that's literally find about. bits about like a Dowd fanatic. Like, oh yeah. Like there were ways to put it in there to be like, oh, you are like retracing the steps of a murderer who how ruined you, your life how do you but feel also about that? saved your daughter's life. Like, it would have been, like, really an intriguing story. Especially because, like, they're set up so well as foils. Yeah, well, and, like, it's it's interesting, too, because, like, cause since you find the audiograph from the end of Brickmore Witches, like, I, I wish that there was, like, a, an in-character reaction to that, because in it, like, he does say, like, oh, I saved Emily, and it's like, bitch, how? Like, I, like you, the character, doesn't know about that. Right, yeah, no, has no idea. Like, it's a nice touch for people who've played the games, but, like, I, I, like, I wish you on this podcast who didn't play the DLCs and be like, hey, what'd you think? Because, <laughs> like, it makes no sense. Yeah, I, like... I, I just, like, wish there was an option to, like, option that go, like, go upstairs and be like, hey, Megan, I, like, broke into your stuff. Sorry about that, but can we talk about this? Yeah. Oh, well, I guess that does answer the questions. Like, Megan stole his audiograph, so, like, she must know something happened. Yeah, or I, I guess, or, like, maybe, yeah, it's like she must have either gone back to get it or someone sent it to her, which is, A, very sad. Um, yeah. Horrible. Very I bet, sad. I, well, and she has it, like, on her desk, which I know is just a game thing, but also, like, to think about her, like, listening to that every night makes me emo. That is her dad! It's her dad! <laughs> her sad, sad, terrible dad. Her, well, that's just most fathers. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but it's like, I could have been real, I would have been super intrigued by, like, a story where Corvo's, like, retreading his actions, but this time he's understanding and, like, because like, yeah. it would tie together really well to learn about what Dowd did yeah. and to also configure that with, like, grief and letting Jessamine go. Those are all, like, those are three, like, storylines that tie together really neatly. Yeah. Okay, so, like, That could have been awesome. <laughs> but yeah, he's really just like, oh, man, my daughter. <laughs> he's it really just Liam Neeson. So yeah. I mean, I also, like, the way he starts out the game, he's pretty much just telling, like, he has, like, a lot of, like, notes throughout the game that's, like, what was I doing ten years ago? Was I letting Emily daydream through meetings? Yeah. So, like, it also would have been interesting to be, like, oh, if Corvo's learning what kind of father he is, like, did he prepare his daughter properly? Should we have put a 12-year-old on the throne? Like, maybe, like, maybe we shouldn't have done that, actually. Like, that also would have been really interesting to be like, okay, like, even though we got the good ending in Dishonored 1, like, what are the still long-lasting effects? Like, you, you know, you know, places with, like, child emperors always do well. Uh-huh, so well. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, clear, listen, clearly the whole place is doing great. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. I don't know, I mean... I guess, and, like, Emily's arc is still, like, a pretty basic, like, oh, I should be a better ruler just because I could be worse. Yeah, but that. it's, like, I appreciate that at least there is a through line there. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, I guess, like, at the end, it's, like, I super wish something had been said because Megan and Sogolov make so many comments, they're, like, oh, yeah, like, what kind of dishes do you dine on the Grand Palace? Yeah, they're just, like, bitch the whole time, and it's, like, yeah, you're, you guys are right. Like, yeah, you're right. Like, Emily has no idea what, like, true poverty is. And, like, not even, like, remotely addressed. Yeah, because, like, I feel, yeah, it's, like, because it's, like, because Megan at the end is basically, like, I'm out of here. I can't do this anymore. Uh-huh. I'm excited. I'm excited for Death of the Outsider. I am, too. What were you going to say about Billy Lurk? Um, that I love her. I think I was also going to say I wish that there was more of a reaction from Billy, like, because it's, like, when, um... From Emily and Corvo when Billy's like, hey, helped kill your mom and or your wife. Not and or, just or. Because um, <laughs> it's like, it's just like a very short scene. And I'm always annoyed by how similar the dialogue is from both Emily and Corvo. Because I feel like they should have different reactions. But they both say yeah. like, basically the same thing. And like, it's just it, like, it's like basically it's like your choice is to either be like, you suck. 
Um, or to be like, I guess maybe, like, I can't forgive you, but I guess we're fine. Um, I don't know, I just wish there was more there. Right, like, obviously this isn't the Corvo we know and love, but, like, Corvo <laughs> is a lot older than Emily and did have the, like, like, could have very easily been Billy Lurk. Yeah. Like, he grew up really poor in Circonos. Like, it would have been not difficult yeah, for his life to not end up, like, how it did. Yeah. So, like, I do wish he'd been able to, like, somewhere be like, yeah, you know, like, I was really, like, lucky to have this end be mine. But, like, not everyone got that and won't get that. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas it's, like, I would have understood, like, a much more emotional reaction from Emily because, like, she was a lot younger. And, like, also that means that Billy helped kidnap her. Yeah, Billy did help kidnap like, her. We should talk about that. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, like, I would have loved to have seen something that was, like, way more of an outburst. Like, what the fuck? Like, it's probably something that Emily still is, like, you know, she grew up, like, had to grow up without a mother. It's, like, not something that is going to, like, change. Even though she's, like, much more well-adjusted than Corvo is, honestly. <laughs> she's the only one who had a therapist. Yes, apparently so. She's the only one who had whatever piss-poor version of therapy they exists in this universe. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, I, I wish they'd had different re- reactions. Yeah. Yeah, and I was- this also reminded me that I wish that they, like, leaned more into, like, the time travel thing being, like- But I guess it's, like, that I also, I guess, came up in the novel, but, like, didn't even get addressed there either. But just, like, Emily- like, Emily or Corvo being, like- like, that moment when they're allowed to change the past, being, being like, oh my god, like, could I go save Jessamine? Oh, yeah, yeah, they don't even think about it. It's like, don't you, like, I don't know, I feel, I just feel like it would be hard not to think about. Like, even if you, that wasn't your immediate reaction, if my first thing was like, oh, I can go back in time, you'd be like, wow, three years ago. Time to do puzzles. Yeah. <laughs> it wouldn't be like, oh, I'm gonna hang out in this dude's house and be like, well, I'm gonna kill Delilah right now. Yeah. So, yeah, I do, like, I think that level is, like, a masterclass. It's so like, good. Video game level design. It's, it's so amazing. I still, like, discover new stuff every time I go through that map. But, like, yeah, it really does just, like, that's it. Yeah, I mean, it's like, they do, they do more with it later, which I do like. When? And Death of the Outsider. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Do you think people will ever move back to Dunwall? What do you mean? They all moved away. Oh, yeah. the witches were terrible. I, I fucking would wouldn't, but I can't I say not. for everybody else. I wouldn't. It wasn't like Emily that was that great. She had rumors about being a murderer. Like, <laughs> Yeah, if everyone was willing to believe that you were a murderer, like, I don't know. I'd be willing to believe that almost all emperors and empresses are murderers, I mean, though. on a broad scale, she probably is, so... Yeah, like, they don't mention it, but the Duke of Circonos is like, yeah, we're at war. It's like, what? Yeah, I don't know what any of... <laughs> the sociopolitical situation in these this universe is wild. I know. I don't even, like, I'm like, does Wyman marrying Emily, like, does that mean anything politically? <laughs> um, I, oh, because they're from Morley? Yeah. I get. Yeah, I don't know. Like, what's that mean for the Morley insurrection that happened... An indeterminate amount of years ago. I mean, I'm, I feel like it was a while ago. I feel like, because wasn't that what made the Royal Protector be created? Um, I think so. I feel like that was at least hundreds of years ago. But I mean, I think it is like a, like, like England-Ireland situation, basically. I'm gonna go out on a limb here and be like, I don't actually know that much about England and Ireland. I mean, me either, and I'm obviously. <laughs> All right. According to the Dishonored Wiki... Thank you. The Morley Insurrection was a violent uprising in 1801. Oh, that that wasn't that long ago. Yeah, that was like 50 years ago. Okay, okay. I'm on... God, I'm on the rulers of the Empire of the Isles list. (laughs) But I do remember reading a book in Dishonored that said there had been, like, a murdered regent, and she did not have any children, so I'm, like... Yuhorn Caldwin, Jessamine's dad, ended up being oh, okay. king, and that woman who was murdered was 
because due to like the Mer- Morley insurrection. Okay, so yeah, so it's like not that many generations ago. It's three regions. Yeah. Including like the current one <laughs> and one that was not that old. Yeah. God, she was really not old. She was twelve. No, Jessamine. Oh yeah. Oh Jessamine was like how old was she? Like thirty nine? She was thirty two. Oh my god, she wasn't old. That's depressing. Oh yeah, I remember because I'm always like, damn, she had like Emily Young. Yeah, she really did. Um And she wasn't Empress for that long either. Yeah. Twelve years. Yeah, Emily's been Empress for longer than her. Emily was also born, like, right as she became Empress. That must have been- Jessamine. Can you imagine how fucking stressful that would be? (laughs) Have, like, a newborn baby and, like, be Empress? That sounds terrible. That does sound terrible. Would not love that. Would not love it. Um, No. Yeah, I don't know. How do you- how do you- uh, how would you rank this game compared to Dishonored 1? Um, in terms of gameplay, (laughs) much higher. Yeah. Because it has fucking Domino- God, Domino is such a great effect. Also the level design. The level design is, like, impeccably done. I really like the blood flies as a mechanic. Um, I like, I think it's just, like, really well done. I like the, like, introduction of, like, the rail cars across the ocean. I like the wind power. I think that's all super interesting. Uh, I like how they, like, did the world building for Kanaka and set up, like, the existence of mines, and I think that was all, like, impeccably done. Uh, in terms of, like, plot, I'm gonna say... (laughs) I guess I'll tie them. (laughs) I get, yeah, I guess I'll tie them. I feel like Dishonored 1 was, like, it was just much clearer... It's, it's like, it's like, this one one's like a much more straight, it's like a kind of a little bit of a shorter game. It's like much more straightforward. It is much more straightforward. I also think the chaos is more intriguing in that one. Yeah. It's like just, maybe it's because like you don't have like a child character that that is affecting. Yeah, because like, like you, you don't have the like, the like, oh god, Emily's like drawing horrible pictures because of me thing. Yeah, but, like, pretty much the only thing that happens is that Sokolov and, like, Megan will like you less. Yeah. And it's like, I don't even want Sokolov to like me, and it's not something you can really, like, tell the difference on. Yeah, because, like, if you're just playing it for the first time, you will immediately be like, oh, like, this is because of this. Yeah, like, there's no, like, outstanding lines I can think of that Megan or Sokolov say, except for, like, the very one at the end where Sokolov is like, you've already killed a lot of people, so what's one more? Yeah. Like, that's, like, the only line where you can really pinpoint, like, oh, this is how chaos is affecting me. Like, all the rest of them, like, they don't stand out. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, like, it just, like, nothing besides that one line stood out to me as a, oh, like, because I'm killing people... People aren't going to trust me. Yeah. Like, I'm not sure how I would make it more specific, but, like, it's just the chaos was, like, so much less important. You just always need a kid to take care of. Yes, exactly. I mean, like, I don't know. I guess none of the things you discover from Sokolov or Megan on the boat are really about you. Yeah, it's, like, it's about them. It's about them and getting their backstory, which I do love, but it's, like, I do distinctly remember picking up all the notes from, like, Havelock. Yeah. And being, like, I don't like that this guy likes that I'm murdering. Yeah, like, this is, this is stressful. Yeah, so it's, like, maybe if there was, like, a, like, maybe if Sokolov had been, like, an audiograph was, like, hey, like, I think this whole thing has changed, Corvo, like, this is not the honorable man I knew. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, I would be like, it'd be interesting if they, like, Billy had a thing where she was like, wow, Emily, like, reminds me of when I was younger, I wonder if it's because of, like, what we did. Right, that would be so interesting, or, like, even a line, like, if she'd been like, hey, like, where was the guy who spared Dowd? Aw. Rip. Like, yeah, rip. But, it's like, there was, like, so many ways to, like, put it in there, but it's like, yeah, like, especially because killing Dowd is kind of, like, it's not like the end conflict of the game but it's like it's right at the very end it comes right at a turning point Mm -hmm. like 
it's like a really pivotal moment throughout the game that's like setting the tone really mm-hmm. for the way you're gonna play through the rest and like it literally ends up meaning nothing in this game yeah yeah which would be fine if it was like an okay it's been 15 years like we're over it but he's clearly not over no it one's, so uh, like... no one's ever gotten over anything yeah Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, so it's like, I think, I wish a lot that they had been able to have, like, more direct frames. Yeah. Like, it would have been really easy to throw in, like, a, oh, yeah, like, I see, like, I see how you managed to get through all that without killing anyone. Like, I see why it did that. Yeah. It's also, like, especially because canonically through the game, like, Corvo not killing anyone and not killing Dowd does also, in turn, kind of inspire Dowd to do better and not kill people. Well. Which, in turn, inspires Billy yeah, to yeah. be like, that's not the way to live. So it's like... It's like, it's like an important thing, like, character thing for, like, everyone. It's been an important character thing for all three of these people that has directly affected each other, and like, that's also not mentioned. Or, okay. Dishonored one. Knife of Dunwall and Brigmore, which is, are all kind of story about how, like, your choices matter, and if you, like, you can't ever erase the bad things you did, but you can decide to do better in the future. Yeah. Dishonored 2 is, like, not about that at all. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it, like, very much isn't as, yeah, it's, like, it's a game, I don't know, I guess it's, like, yeah, it's, like, what is Dishonored 2 about, like, other than, like, I don't know, yeah, I don't know, because it's, it's, like, a little bit like, more muddled. Like, if I'm trying to think of, it's a lot more muddled, it's, like, if I'm trying to think of the themes... Like, I don't know. Like, do better by your people. Protect yourself more. I mean, it's like it's like it's like about don't like live in complacency. It's about like, like people in power being like like abusing that power, but it doesn't really have any, it doesn't have that much to say the say about that really, other than that like it's bad. Yeah, <laughs> which like right. okay, like you're right, yeah. but and like Dishonored One was also you know about that because like the Regent wanted power and like yeah. Havelock and the Loyalists wanted power. But it was also still, like, a story about, like, individual actions. Yeah. And it's, like, not really about that Dishonored 2. Well, because, like, there's that whole thing where it's, like, I feel like it's interesting how little the game engages with, like, Delilah's backstory as, like, being someone should, like, just being someone who was, like, mistreated by those in power and, like, by, like, by Jessamine and by Jessamine's parents. And, like, it doesn't, like, like, because it comes up a lot and then, like, Corvo and Emily completely refuse to engage with it on any level and just say, no, you're lying. Right, yeah, and it's like, I think it is interesting, especially that they chose to, like, pull Jessamine in and be like, yeah, like, Jessamine was a kid, but she still did this fucked up thing that had huge consequences for Delilah because she had no power. Yeah. Like, what, Jessamine was, like, 12, she had no idea, probably, what was going to happen, like... She just didn't want to get in trouble. But it's, like, that is an important moral for the fact that it's, like, if you have power, even if you don't mean to use it, it's going to have really dire consequences. Yeah, Emily. Yeah, Emily. So it's, like, I really like that they pull that in, but then, like, Jessamine is really the only one who talks about it. Yeah. She says, like, one or two lines. It's, like, was I responsible for making Delilah what I was? It's, like, that would have been a really compelling story if it had also been about, like, Jasmine wasn't perfect and, like, the power of the throne is what brought this all about. Yeah. But it's it's way more seen as, like, a Delilah wants power sort of thing as opposed to Delilah was horribly mistreated and was not allowed to have anything good in life, basically. Yeah, and so now... Because people in power abused it. Yeah, and so... It's like, no wonder she wants power! Yeah, so, like, she doesn't get hurt again. Yeah! It's like, if you tell a story about, like, oh, there was a girl who was, like, because of an accident, got kicked out of her home, her mother died, and she lived on the streets, it's like... Yes, you could understand why that girl would want a bit of power in her situation. Yeah, well, because completely disregarded by everyone else. And because, like, the whole thing with the witches, it's like they're all, like, people who are, like, outside of society in some way and, like, want yeah. to have a way to, like, I don't know, to, like, get Especially, back at Especially, like, because I know they bring it in up with Brianna, but, like, so many of them are like, yeah, we just didn't want to get married. And Brianna Ashworth specifically was like, I did not want to be in arranged marriage. I chose otherwise. Yeah. I was like, 
Yeah, totally not even, like, a central theme of this game. But, it's like, I do think that, like, it would have been such a good, compelling storyline to, like, understand more about Delilah's past. Yeah. Um, because, like, we're literally in Karnaka, and, like, the only thing that happens is we go back, like, three years to see how she came back to life. Yeah. Like, what, you couldn't have included anywhere else in that, her backstory? Tell me, tell me how the outsider marked her. I have simple needs. I know, right? Or, like, it, like so she was literally a student under Sokolov. Oh, my God. Like, horrible. He's a horrible man. It's like, wait, he has nothing to say in the whole situation? Absolutely nothing. <laughs> I hate him so much. I do hate him. It's like, I so wish this game had, like, just dealt more into that and, like, especially for Corvo. Like, that is also the backstory he could have had. His sister literally, literally disappeared. I know, yeah. It's like, what's like, she doing? I don't know. Yeah, so it's like, I don't know. It, it wouldn't have worked because, like, they're obviously separated, but I would have been intrigued to see, like, a buddy cop kind of game. That, see, that would be like, cool as hell, but I guess, I guess that is a different game. It is a different game, but it's like, I would have loved to have seen, like, Corvo and Emily on the opposite sides of that, where Corvo is saying, like, no, like, this really could have happened. Like, Jessamine obviously wasn't perfect. She was a kid. I almost could have lived this life. And, like, Emily, coming from having been born in the palace, like, does not comprehend it. Yeah. Different game. Would have loved to see it. I think it would have been super funny. <laughs> but... stay, stay tuned for Claire's fanfiction game of Dishonored. Thank you. Thank you. But, yeah. But, I don't know. I, I think, gameplay-wise, Dishonored 2 was great. I don't think it knew what it was doing in terms of, like, plot or meaning or theme. Yeah. Sorry, Arcane. I, would, I didn't know I was so displeased with it until this episode. I mean, it's like, it's like, that is the thing, because it's like, it is a really, like, good game, but like, yeah, it's like, I think story-wise, it's like, other than some of the individual level stories, it's not as interesting. Um, yeah. But I think, I don't know, I guess I, I think when we get to it, but I think Death of the Outsider is like a lot better at those things. Yeah, I would agree. I'm excited for Death of the Outsider. I have so many things to say. I know, but first... But first, you have to read a fucking read book! The Return of Down by Adam Christopher. Yeah, um... I think this one is smaller. It is, it's definitely smaller, because I, like, put them next to each other, you, and it's smaller. Okay, good. Um... Where should... Where should we read to? Uh, I don't have it next to me right now, like... I do, because my desk is right next to... My bookcase. Um, I guess I'm gonna say... I know, I'm just trying to figure out where half is. Ch through chapter 14, roughly. Okay. Um, this will be fun, I think. No, it won't. I think it's gonna be bad. I also think it's gonna be But I, I think it's gonna be exactly like that guy who is the dad fanatic. I think that's what reading this is gonna be like. <laughs> well, it's like, I know that this book has the outsider in it, so I'm excited for that. Um, that's it. That's it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, Dishonored 2. Dishonored 2. We played that whole game. I'm gonna give it, like, a solid, like, 6.5. <laughs> I think I would give it higher than that, but I can't really numerically rate things. Um, well, now that I've just said all my problems with it, it, like, ranks a lot lower. Oh, well, I feel like that's true of any game if you talked about it for an hour. No, I mean, like, I didn't, like, I can't remember where I ranked Dishonored 1. Uh-huh, yeah, you're right. We should have been doing, like, comparative rankings. You're right. Um. Terrible. Were there, were there, were there were things we liked about Dishonored 2? <laughs> like Delilah every time she was on screen. Yeah, that was pretty great. I loved that. <laughs> that was great. Um. Yeah, I just think it was is the truly the writing. Like, I think if it, the writing had been bumped up a notch, this would be like a true nine kind of game. Yeah, and I, I wonder if some of that is because it's like because they did two roots. I wonder if that made the writing thinner on like both of them. Yeah, I I would guess so. Too bad. That's my hot I didn't theory. really need to play. I didn't really need to play as Corvo. I would have been fine with just Emily. So. Yeah, I feel like all the gamer the hashtag gamers would be mad, and maybe that's why. 
I assume that the reason they included Corvo is so that, yeah, the hashtag gamers wouldn't be well, mad that they had to play as a girl. Even though, like, Corvo's, like, what, almost 60? And you can't be doing this sort of shit anymore. because of the magic powers. Well, like, because... Because, like, I, well, that is the thing I found interesting about, like, the, the next game is that it's established as canon that Emily is the protagonist. Which made me very happy. I know. It made me super happy, too. Because, like, I mean, Corvo's, you know, fine. Like, I don't find anything wrong with the, him. Yeah, but Emily, though. Emily just rocks. Though she does look, now that I've played through Prey, she looks exactly the same as Morgan Yu from Prey. They only have so many designs. They should have, like, at least one more. Uh, apparently not. God, there's another game with an ending I don't like. See, it's- I- listen, yeah, because you were like, I like the ending of Prey, and then two hours later you were like, I hated it. I thought about it for one second, and I was like, actually, this sucks. We can't- we cannot talk about the Prey ending on this podcast. I wasn't going to, I'm just letting people know that it's shitty, and they can talk to me on Twitter if they want. Yeah, no, it's, it's uh, not good. Where are you on Twitter? I'm, uh, I'm on Twitter, at Lucky Dice Kirby. Don't tweet at me about Prey, I haven't played it in a year. Um, <laughs> you can find the podcast at Drunken Whalers, you can tweet that about Prey, and I'll make Claire answer it. Claire, where are you? <laughs> you can find me on Twitter, at Surrealist Trees and... What else? Uh, the intro and outro music is Goosebeak Whale by Alps. I will include a link to that in the show notes. Uh, feel free to tweet at me whatever the fuck you want. Great. Um, everyone <laughs> get fucking excited for this book we don't want to read. Oh, God. I mean... We do this for you. I should... I should be excited because I really like Dab, but I'm like, this one sucks. Maybe it'll be good. Maybe the world's been lying to us. Uh-huh. <laughs> Anyway, okay. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Bye.